what's the truth about how you're actually feeling? And how much are you resisting that truth? Because you understand what it may reveal about the reality of the circumstances. Guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goals to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and it's the first week of July, huh? We're here. It means fireworks. Um, <laughs> not just externally, but also maybe internally. Um, I think there's been this universal shift that's happening in a lot of ways. Uh, people that I've been talking to, even myself, um, even when I'm just being very observant of in life, there is a lot of changes happening for a lot of people, especially in the relationship realm, right? The relationships with others. There is this um, coming to Jesus moment, if you will, um, that people are kind of having about just who they are in relationships what they've participated in, what they perpetuate, right? And who they're in relationship with. And sometimes, a lot of times, there is a denial of certain truths all for the sake of a relationship. And even the truth of that relationship is denied or suppressed or overlooked right? Or bypassed because, well, I don't want to rock the system or break the status quo, or I don't want to pe make people feel bad. And, you know, or I don't want to feel bad. That's what it really is. A lot of times when we say we don't want other people to feel bad, we don't want to feel bad. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it comes a point in time where you have to look at the monster, right? Um, sometimes the monster is us the monster is us and i say that in the ways of understanding what am i creating and cultivating that is uh, and conducive to myself and maybe harmful to my relationships with others right and is not going to bring about a uh, immediate change because change is scary right Change is a very scary thing for a lot of us. The reason why is because, you know, what's familiar is what's familiar. Like, I know how to navigate this. It's familiar to me. I know, like, the checks and balances. I think I was talking about this before. Like, I know how to wrangle this versus what happens if I decide to not entertain this. And you run the fear of loss. But the thing is, is we don't, necessarily look at 
quote unquote what it is we're losing right we just look at the idea of something a fixture no longer being present so we may sacrifice other things and other people for the sake of sustaining that fixture even if it's cracked broken defective whatever it doesn't really serve its purpose in the grand scheme and it's not healthy we will still sustain that the reason why is well because i know this and you'll not only sustain it you will find ways to justify right the silver lining and this is something that i've had to um, understand over the years because a lot of times right when we see other people in our lives hurting or behaving in a certain way it's like well why can't they just do this why can't they just and then you kind of turn the mirror on yourself well how many things that how many things have i resisted doing and I had all the rational reasons for not doing it, right? Or the fear that I had to implement certain boundaries, right? Or certain um, changes because I was afraid, okay? Words are simple. Actions are complicated. And complicated in the ways of um, accepting versus execution, right? Because in the grand scheme, you could just do something, right? You just do it. But a lot of times we don't do it because we are so fearful of the response, the reaction, right? The result. And that's when things get interesting for us because it's like, did I make the wrong choice? You know, I, I know this. I'm going to let you guys welcome me. I know this so well, so why would I change it? And that's usually where we get caught up, primarily. Primarily because we want to keep things the way that they are. But sometimes keeping things the way that they are um, influences other things to dissipate. Right? Sometimes keeping things the way that they are influences other things to dissipate. Okay. Um, and I want you to pay attention, you know, in relationships, especially with others. What feeling do you keep coming back to? What's the residual feeling that keeps showing up in certain relationships? Because a lot of times we ignore that too, right? What feeling do I keep coming back to? Is it happiness? Is it sadness? Is it uncertainty? Is it anger? Is it frustration? right how do i really feel versus what i am trying to force myself to feel it's so necessary to just process what exactly is going on and what we actually are saying we want and saying we have versus the reality again allowing there to be multiple truths we don't always allow that we allow our truth to be present right? and our truth can look like when we are on the defensive, right? Where it's like something is not in our favor and we're upset and we're angry. That's our truth because this person didn't do it, ABC. And another truth could be us trying to justify certain things to make relationships work, right? But that still doesn't leave room for all truths because the truth on the opposite end could be, well, this person 
does not want to participate in a relationship with me. Not to the capacity that I'm seeking. Right? This person's behavioral patterns, etc., don't really align with me. And ironically enough, somebody else's truth could be that, well, what am I trying to force? What I'm trying to create is not there. And that's not allowing somebody else to be fully present with me. Sometimes we are afraid of other people being very present with us. The reason why is because we recognize how absent they are. <laughs> we are so afraid for people to be present with us. And the goal when you when you do kind of recognize these things and see it is not to come down on yourself or even the other person. What we also have to get out of is this dynamic of like, there has to be a good or bad. That's, that's not always necessary for you to recognize what's good and what doesn't feel good and what potentially needs to be adjusted. And something that I've learned over time, too, is like having hard conversations uh, can typically re make relationships a lot easier, a lot easier for you to understand the dynamics of them, but also a lot easier to just build a level of safety with one another. Hard conversations make relationships a lot easier. And hard conversations are not the same thing as turbulent, you know, um, combativeness, uh, um, disrespectful conversations. Hard conversations are just simply being transparent and vulnerable. Like, hey, can we talk about this because either I'm worried or this hurt me or um, you know, I'm scared or I don't know what's going on or I'm angry. And even in moments that we are angry with others or angry about the circumstances, there can still be a level of respect that we have for them along the way. Right? I've been thinking about it a lot, but also like, you know, understanding to uh, how how somebody treats your relationships outside of their relationship with you is also important. I'm hopping all over the place. The reason why is because the last couple of weeks have been very interesting. Very interesting. Last couple of weeks, last couple of months last couple of life let's say that but there are little 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 things i've picked up along the way and one of the big ones is that's you know something we don't always pay attention to is like you know how someone treats your relationships outside of the relationship with you especially if these relationships are healthy for you how that person treats those relationships the respect that they have for those relationships Right, how much they value those relationships, how they advocate for those relationships is an indication of how they feel about you in the grand scheme. Right? Because if they don't have respect for those people, right? If they're blatantly disrespectful, and they also don't respect you. Right? Why would you not value the people who take care of your people? It's a no-brainer, right? Oh, this person's good. To my, and I'm talking about intentionally 
good. Not somebody who's trying to, you know, run game or be tactical or malicious. I'm talking about people who are just genuinely good. If I know somebody in my life has people around them that are taking care of them and that are good to them, that brings me peace. The reason why is because I understand even if I'm not in their presence, there's still somebody that's present for them and that has their best interests at heart. And by design, I respect that person. But if somebody has the tendency to be very destructive, very uh, possessive, controlling, calculated, and just all around just cruel to the people in your life that are good to you, that's information. But also what you allow them to do is also information. There's a lot of narratives. Again, there are multiple truths that are happening at once that we are not always aware of. And that's a big one, but we overlook it, right? We always say, uh, yeah, you know, pay attention to how somebody treats the waiter. No, also pay attention to how somebody treats your relationships outside of the one that they have with you. The relationships that you care for and the ones that care for you in return. Pay very close attention because that's also information. This could be a friendship, family, romantic partnership. It doesn't matter. But if somebody truly values you, they also, by design, value the people that also value you and that you value. And that goes to show what kind of person you're dealing with. Because the end goal is to make sure that you're good, right? But by design, people's character, our character is always showing up in various ways. And a lot of times, just because we're so comfortable with a certain level of treatment or behavior, we think that that is the status quo for everybody. Like, everybody should be cool with this. And that's not how it works. Because what we have taught people sometimes is what we tolerate. And then they feel so comfortable that they kind of filter out, right? And because I've treated this person that way, I could treat their people that way too. They'll be okay with it because they've been okay with it. When we leave room for multiple truths, we get to see the one truth. The truth that's necessary. about ourselves, about others, right? About the actual circumstances, like all of these things come to pass. I think also when it comes to setting your goals and, you know, tackling things, et cetera, what's the real truth behind why you were so hesitant? What's really holding you up? Because sometimes we're not even honest about that. You notice how people will have so much time to tell you why they can't do something versus taking the time to actually execute those things. In certain ways, it's like, yeah, I know I should be doing this. 
I know I need to do this. All right, cool. Why aren't you doing it? Well, you know, because why aren't you doing it? What's the truth behind that? I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day about quiet quitting. Um, and I don't know if I'll do a full episode on this eventually, but the whole concept of quiet quitting, a lot of times it shows up in our relationships too. People quiet quit. Right? I know it's just with people that I work with, just in general, quiet quitting shows up in a uh, level of negligence, um, forgetfulness to a certain degree, um, poor time management. Right, lack of communication, cancellation, right? A habitual pattern starts to arise when somebody's quiet quitting. And you'll know it in yourself too, because it's like when you're quiet quitting, you're you're not saying these things out loud, but you're very loud in your actions. Like everything becomes a last minute adjustment. Oh well, can we get you're not as intentional or they're not as intentional. Quiet quitting is a very interesting thing. And we think of it just in the workplace. Now it happens in relationships too. When people are quiet quitting, their actions become very loud and their patterns become very, very apparent. And the patterns usually have a certain level of negligence and uh, apathy involved. <laughs> There is so much truth if we allow it. And you cannot be afraid of the truth if you are seeking um, healthy relationships or you say you want this level of transparency and, and emotional availability and, and, and vulnerability. Like in order for all these things to be present, the truth of what you want, you have to be more honest with yourself. Right. You have to ask yourself, how much truth do I allow to exist in my life without my participation? Or am I always trying to navigate and steer the boat in in a ways that I wanted to go? But if I kind of let things just do what they do, what is the truth now? Are you afraid of that? Because you recognize, all right, the truth here is this isn't it. And how much do you ask for clarity, right? How much do you offer up clarity and be really honest with yourself? Because no one is perfect. Like we all have imperfections and we all have hesitancies. We all have reservations, right? We all have fears. We all have defaulted patterns that kind of are our uh, bread and butter that we rely on to exist in life. And sometimes it's not the healthiest, but we won't always admit that. But it does show up. Okay, it does show up. But you have to be honest with yourself. And like I said, hard conversations make relationships so easy. And people that are willing to have hard conversations with you are people who are also wanting to engage in a deeper connection with you too. Um, they care about you. They care about how they make you feel.
and it's very easy with those people. The reason why is because it's like, all right, cool. The end goal is value. I care about you. So what's the tea? Let's talk this out. And let's see if we can find a common, common ground. But it needs to be mutual, right? Because what happens is if you are the only one that's showing up or willing to show up in a relationship vulnerable, you're going you're gonna to tap out. Or if the other person is the only one showing up in a relationship vulnerable and available, you're eventually going to tap out. And then the quiet quitting starts to happen. <laughs> you know? And quiet quitting can also not just look like negligence, but it can also look like somebody who's just not really looking to try to engage as much because what they've understood is like, uh, all right, cool. It's just me showing up here. It's just me. Allow there to be truth and trust. Trust your truth and trust that the truth that you actually need versus the one that you want or desire will be more beneficial for you in the long run. Okay. I want you to just take time this week and think about what are some truths that I've been avoiding about myself, about others, about circumstances, right? About my goals. What am I resisting? Because I, I'll tell you, once you stop resisting certain things, you just let things be what they are, you'll feel much better. There's a level of peace. Even uncomfortable things that you've been trying to fight tooth and nail to not allow happen. The fact that it keeps coming up is an indication that there needs to be some adjustment. And once you finally lean into that adjustment, there's a level of peace that you now operate in. And it's like, all right, cool. I'm good. But you have to allow that be the truth is stop trying to control right? or uh, manifest this other truth that is actually more detrimental to you and the other person involved. Okay. I hope this helped. I hope this made sense for you guys, but I, I've just been thinking about a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of experiences and a lot of different truths, a lot of different truths. And I've kind of been accepting all of them. There's some I'm still chewing on and exploring, but the overarching truths of a lot of things, I'm like, okay, this is the truth. Now what? All right. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing holiday. I hope you guys are out there taking care of yourselves. I hope you're taking care of each other, most importantly. And I hope you are just uh, taking your time. But being intentional with your time. Right? Uh, yeah. If you guys ordered the coloring book recently, shipments are out. So you should be getting them in the mail very shortly. Uh, we had a large order this summer. So thank you for your patience. Um, yeah. Just happy to get those out and vertebrate um, merch is available uh, I will put the links in the bio guys I haven't been putting the links in the bio so forgive me <laughs> um, also coaching is available as well I'll, I'll be putting the link in, in the bio of this episode too uh, I do have availability for uh, new clients uh, new slots so uh, 
Yes. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight.